Hello, everyone, and welcome to my creativity and branding podcast on employee branding and organizational identity. Over the generations, as cultures change, so is the way we interact with those around us. Specifically, in our relationship with brands, we not only want to just wear our favorite brand or support our favorite cause, but we want to know about them and be able to advocate for them. So how can we apply this when the so-called brand ambassadors aren't necessarily paid employees? Today, we'll be walking through the idea of employees, or in this case, volunteers, with particular organizations and their relationships with the brands that they work with. We'll be sitting down with two volunteers of Mountaintop Church, both of whom are considered leaders in the community and use their volunteer skill sets not only on campus, but in their communities as well. Let's go ahead and dive on in. In his Forbes magazine article, Three Steps for Transforming Employees into Brand Ambassadors, William Aruda explains a common theme brought up by companies and organizations. Quote, in their groundbreaking report, Employee Engagement, Dilly Robinson and Sue Hayday suggest that employees are motivated by intrinsic factors like personal growth, working for a common purpose, and being a part of a larger process rather than simply focusing on extrinsic factors such as pay or even benefits, end quote. Throughout our conversations, rather than using the word volunteering or even working, Ethan constantly used the word serve. So I asked him, why do you use the word serve rather than work or volunteer? Volunteering for me is more so doing something in an outreach perspective, being able to give back to the community and volunteering some of my time, whereas quite naturally work, there is a, uh, a benefit to that where there's monetary exchange. Uh, for me, serving at this level where it may feel like work for others is probably one of the greatest joys that I have. It's something that I'm able to consistently stretch myself myself out on and realistically um, continue to grow myself as a person, which is a really big thing and grow deeper in my faith. After further discussing this opportunity to not just work, but to serve, I asked another friend, Luke, what helped him feel so invested in the brand itself from a corporate level. Luckily, Luke not only attended the church itself, but worked as a member of the creative team, the very people who developed the brand that it is now. I asked Luke to explain what he felt the expectations were when it came to being a brand ambassador as both a volunteer and as a staff member. It feels less to me like, oh, they want me to go out and invite 10 people from my job to come every single week. It almost becomes I get to be an ambassador uh, by demonstrating the ways the church has changed me. This is something I do. It's something I'm proud that I do. It's something I'm proud is a big part of my life. And then went on to ask Luke what he believed kept volunteers and employees alike so invested in this and how he felt other organizations or businesses do the same. Have you ever heard of this concept called Seinfeld isn't funny? Yeah. What Seinfeld did was so dramatically different that so many shows copied it that now if you just show up in the year 2018 and start watching TV and then you go back and watch Seinfeld, you might literally think Seinfeld's not funny. You might literally think it's just so normal and so regular. And that's because it was so innovative and so successful, everyone copied it. So I think what really sets them apart is just the willingness to innovate and to be different and to say, this is what we do, this is who we are, and we're going to do it. If it's eight people, 
or we're gonna do it if it's 26,000 people. This is like any organization. You have to know exactly what your values are, know exactly why they're important to you, and do the things that you're good at. In this new social contract, employees and volunteers alike need to feel a sense of self-worth and an expectation when it comes to their relationships with their employers. As Burke explains in the context of social identity theory, quote, self-esteem is seen as a motivator for outcomes, end quote. These volunteers who felt cared for and like there was an opportunity for growth and that their service had meaning were more likely to show a higher likelihood of ambassadorship and brand loyalty. This gives us a glimpse at a future of a new social contract and how it may evolve over time in paid corporate positions. Ethan said it best when he explained why it was so easy to serve for something that he doesn't gain anything material out of. It is such a great feeling to know that potentially I had a part in helping someone see God in a different way. I thank you for joining me today, and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to connect with me at Maggie Pendergrass, and I'll catch you online sometime. Have an awesome day.